Wilson, the Family Office Club. Today we're doing an investor mandate interview with uh, Bo to us from Zurich, Switzerland today. Welcome, Bo. Yeah, good evening. Thanks for being here with us. So what type of an investor are you? Yeah, I'm um, a strange combination of investor. I um, <clears throat> actually reached the concept of investing by, on the one hand, working in the banking industry, realizing what others are doing. I was in charge of ultra high net worth at the leading Swiss banks. But then next to it, I had my uh, family office operation, which started over the last 10, 12 years investing in things which I got a conviction might work. And so this family office turned into an investment company. And now I'm fully fledged investor. But um, as I mentioned in one of our conversations, I would always invest with others. I need to have co-investors because I feel comfortable. I get a psychological sense that uh, we do the right thing and the feedback is relevant and so on. Now, I'm uh, in most cases uh, not a majority investor. I'm a minor investor. And uh, what I like to do is in, at each and every point of time, uh, find the right um, trend for me at the relevant time. So if I will just give you an example, what do I do today? Sure. Um, I think that, well, it's, it's not an easy question, but in uh, an environment where you have uh, instability, where you have crisis, I'm actually investing in a company which comes from the sector of Homeland Security or Homeland Safety. And I just did my first investment and I realized that so many of my friends are moving forward. And I just, you know, before talking to you, wrote down what, what I found out in this uh, company. And it's really describing the sense of urgency that we have nowadays. It's doing uh, emergency management. It's doing disaster recovery. It's doing the first responder um, projects and, uh, and, 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 and um, initiative. It's doing the safety of cities. It's supporting law enforcement, search and rescue, border safety, which is critical nowadays, airport security. So if you have such a company, in this case, it's a Swiss company, uh, it's flooded with new projects, with new business and so on, contrary to so many other country, uh, companies which are not having uh, that type of uh, flow of business. The other thing which I like very much nowadays are companies which are in the lending business. Because it's quite um, surprising. You would think that most people will fail, will default on, on uh, loans that they get. But it's amazing that in the P2P and even in small business lending, people jump into borrowing money, not because it's needed right now, because it gives them safety, peace of right. mind that, you know, in an uncertain environment, something else might come and they want to be with... Right those who keep the cash aside, ready to pay some interest, interest levels are relatively low in Europe. So this is what I would in a nutshell recommend. Lending, okay. business, and homeland safety. Sure, okay, great. And in terms of the number one priority, is it more on the homeland safety side or the income side, or are those pretty balanced between each other? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. 
Um, it, well, the homeland security, which is my first priority, um, I think you also uh, intend to hear from me, how do I invest? I normally right. set up the right vehicle instrument. It's not just, you know, going and paying. Um, and it's a structure, it's a common structure, which everyone could set up and I do it with my own company. It's a certificate, but I basically negotiate with the company. I would like to invest in a convertible bond first which it's a mandatory one, so they know eventually it will turn into equity. But a convertible bond allows me to get some income over time, let's say two years. So I would get in Swiss franc terms 5% while the country runs negative interest rate. And then I know for sure that I have kept and uh, secured my equity investment. And when you start talking to the owners of the company about such an arrangement, they like it. Right, makes sense. And uh, in terms of US versus EU or European uh, investment focus for those two areas, are you 80% local regional focused, 20% open to some US based investments or what, what's kind of your geographical preference? Yeah, very, good, very good question. And uh, it's like everything else, it's changing, changing with the times. Right. It used to be 50-50. Okay. Now, uh, it's more difficult because you cannot have this um, privilege of traveling to the U.S., meeting eye to eye, because at the end of the day, you invest in people. Right. Digital uh, connection becomes a little bit complicated. It's artificial. And so what I do is I tend to invest in U.S. type of business only when I have people who have seen the company, who have met with the managers, Again, co-investor who gives me the uh, the missing physical part that I have. Right. Otherwise, in Europe, we still travel around and, and see people. It's different. But the truth is that the U.S. reveals substantial amount of opportunities now because of the right. dramatic changes, because of the ability to invest in companies which unfortunately went into very low valuation. Right. Uh, much more, the, the dramatic swift between valuations is so much more volatile in the U.S. compared to Europe, and this gives you an opportunity. Right, right. Makes sense. What's your number one piece of advice for an investor listening to this interview? Oh, <laughs> well, actually, if I can just sum up uh, what I said is uh, invest in people. Try to make sure, look, look into their eyes that uh, they are honest and that you can rely on them because good people could even turn a bad company into a very good one. I mean, good managers. The second thing is be, um, be aware of what is required nowadays in terms of uh, market trend. As I said, homeland safety, lending, and so on. Don't go to investments which are far rich because um, you would need to go along with the changes. And the last thing, still try to negotiate because you're going to invest in people who need the money, but they also need when they meet you a strategic advisor and come up with interesting idea that would allow you to create a discount. You know, negotiation is part of the game. Don't right. take everything on the face of it. Um, try to improve. And it's a win-win situation. It's helping both sides. 
Right, right. Yes, probably a $100,000 piece of advice right there because a lot of investors don't realize that they have any leverage or a lot of leverage. And especially during the pandemic, if you're investing, you might be able to negotiate down fees or terms and um, people underestimate how much they can negotiate, I find, if they're not as sophisticated. There's always an open window to negotiate. Yeah. Don't be shy because it's part of the game. Actually, uh, most companies expect you to negotiate. Right. Right, exactly. Great. Well, appreciate your time here, uh, Boaz, and I appreciate you being on the discussion panel that we hosted right, a few weeks pleasure. ago. Yeah, and uh, if anyone's listening here and they're a Family Office Club charter member, um, you can get in contact you know, with anyone that we're interviewing here on the mandate interviews or discussion panels. Just let our team know. And that's one of the benefits of being a member of the Family Office Club. So thank you for your time again. We'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks to your club. It's outstanding. Thank you, Richard. Thank you.